Sometimes we have to get to uh, sometimes we have to get worse to get better. When I was in grade school, I was a scrawny, uh, short kid. I think I was about two foot four and a negative thirty pounds. My brother and I and two other neighborhood kids would play basketball in our driveway. In about fifth or, uh, grade or so, I decided I needed to start shooting from my forehead instead of uh, my abdomen area, instead, uh, in order not to get blocked. Um, and this is actually the more correct way to shoot a basketball. And at first the change went horribly. My shot percentage, which wasn't good in the first place, went from bad to even really bad. But I kept at it, and eventually after a couple of months, my shooting percentage at least returned to where it was, if not slightly improved. And I did. I got blocked less, uh, so my persistence and patience paid off. In the first reading, Amalek wages war against Israel. Moses tells Joshua to engage Amalek in battle. Moses, meanwhile, goes and stands on a hill with the staff of God in his hand. When Moses had his hands raised up, Israel had the better of the fight. When Moses had his hands down while he rested, Amalek had the better of the fight. Finally, Aaron and Hur supported Moses' hands and kept them raised up until sunset, at which point Joshua and the Israel army mowed down Amalek and his people. In order to defeat Amalek, Joshua needed the help of God through Moses raising the staff of God. And Moses needed the help of Aaron and Hur to keep the staff of God raised. If we are going to defeat sin in our lives, we need the help of God. And sometimes the help of God is going to come through others. And the defeat will not happen all at once. It may still take a while. In St. Paul's letter to Timothy, a young bishop, St. Paul tells Timothy to remain faithful to what you have learned and believed. Sometimes when we are in desolation, when we are in despair, when God feels far away, it is easy to abandon what we have learned and believed about our relationship with God. It is easy to give up on prayer. It is easy to give up on going to Mass. It is easy to give up on living a life of virtue and striving for holiness. St. Paul says the sacred scriptures are capable of giving wisdom for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. Then St. Paul goes on to say, All scripture is inspired by God and is useful for teaching, for refutation, for correction, for training in righteousness, so that one who belongs to God may be competent, equipped for every good work. Scripture is the word of God. It is good for us to know the Bible. The Bible scripture is good for all that St. Paul says it is. St. Paul's scripture is useful for teaching, for refutation, for correction, for training. Why? So that we can do the good works, so that we can live a holy life. And I would argue it's good to know even chapter and verse as some of our Protestant brothers and sisters do. So that when times get hard, we have verses that we can reflect on right away since they're stored in our mind. Well, I suppose these days a close second is to have a good Bible app on your phone since the internet is just uh, right there in our pockets. 
This verse, uh, 2 Timothy 3.16, all scripture is inspired by God, is useful for teaching, for refutation, for correction, for training in righteousness, so that one who belongs to God may be competent, equipped for every good work. This verse had other significance when I was coming back to the Catholic faith. You may remember that the two rally cries of the Protestant Reformation were Bible alone and faith alone. Bible alone, that's the idea that all truth I ever need uh, to know about God, I can get from the Bible. The idea is we don't need the tradition of the Catholic Church. The second uh, rally cry, faith alone, that's the idea that I'm saved, I get to go to heaven just by believing in Christ Jesus. It doesn't matter what I do, as long as I profess my belief in Jesus, I will go to heaven. So when I was in college, in some ways, uh, coming back to the Catholic Church, fundamentalist Christians would use this verse, 2 Timothy 3.16, to support the idea of Scripture alone. Well, I would argue if the Bible is so easy to understand, then why are there over 30,000 different Christian denominations all claiming to have the most truth? The thing is, the Bible is the Word of God, but it is also written by human beings steeped in their own times and cultures. Some books of the Bible are historical, but some are poetry, some are allegorical stories, some are wisdom sayings or lists of nuggets of truth. Suppose maybe a little bit like our memes today, maybe not. Sometimes it's obvious what it is, but other times we need the wisdom and understanding of the Catholic Church to help us understand what the meaning behind a passage of the Bible is. Besides the Bible, or at least the New Te Testament, was not written until the end of the first century. There were decades between the time Jesus ascended into heaven and the time that the last book of the New Testament was written. And it would be a few hundred years be after that before the church would discern exactly what books belonged in the Bible. There was only the Catholic Church for the first thousand years. So the Bible, which Protestants claim is the only source of truth they need, wouldn't have existed without the early Catholic Christians writing the books of the New Testament in the first century, and the Catholic Church with the help of the Holy Spirit several centuries later, discerning the canon, the list of books that should be in the Bible. 2 Timothy 3.16 says, All Scripture is. It does not say Scripture alone is. Thus even this verse is open to the fact that we need Scripture and the tradition of the Catholic Church if we are going to know the fullness of the Word of God, the fullness of Jesus Christ, the Word incarnate. If someone tells you that all you or they need is the Bible, ask them, where is that in the Bible? And then point them to 1 Timothy 3.15, which says, But if I should be delayed, you should know how to behave in the household of God, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and foundation of truth. So it is the church, the Catholic church, that is the pillar and foundation of truth. The Bible will never contradict Catholic teaching, and Catholic teaching will never contradict the Bible. In today's Gospel for today, St. Luke explains what the parable is about. He says that Jesus is telling this parable about the dishonest judge to teach them the necessity of praying always without becoming weary. Again, we must be faithful, consistent, and have fortitude when it comes to prayer. 
when it comes to constantly seeking to be in relationship with our Creator. In the parable, there is a widow who is seeking a just decision. The judge doesn't want to grant it, but he finally does out of fear. The judge is afraid of the woman. I shall deliver a just decision for her lest she finally come and strike me. Again, the dishonest judge renders a decision out of fear of the woman. God loves us. He does not fear us. So how much more will God render a just decision for us? God is justice, but God is also perfectly merciful. Thus, Jesus had to die on the cross. Justice had to be had for our sins. And yet that justice is not handed on to us, but rather mercy. Sometimes the lack of justice uh, for our enemies, sometimes the lack of justice our enemies receive is really God's mercy being extended to them, just like it is extended to us. Sometimes our enemies, our adversaries, do not receive the justice they deserve. This again, maybe God extending mercy to them. This should not bring us discouragement. It's not easy to do, but we should marvel at the mercy of God. And yes, we should pray without becoming weary. We should nay God just as the woman nay the dishonest judge. Just as Aaron and Hur held up Moses' hands so Israel could defeat Amalek. So do not become weary in prayer. Do ask for help in prayer in growing in holiness. We are not meant to live this Christian life alone. We must give help and receive help in our journey to holiness, our journey to heaven. Life is lighter when we allow God and others to share in our burdens.